Shut your mouth. And you know what that means. That if you're looking for the best wrestling content and the best interviews on all of YouTube and in anywhere where you can listen to this, you need to listen to Generation of Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of GOW, the Generation Wrestling Podcast. As always, it's yours truly, the 29-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, aka the showstopper, better known as the GOW's resident tribal chief. And with me as always, I got my tag team partner, my brother, my family. He is the flash in the room, Mr. One, Two, Three. Pin that ass down, K Breezy, aka EC's resident Isaac Hayes, King Tuco in the building, bro. What's good? Man, what it do, what it do, what's good with the people, man, as we are doing the Hood Report, a.k.a. after every live show, the Sober Show, uh, as we recover from last yeah. night and get some more clear thoughts to the things that we saw. Uh, absolutely. But before absolutely. then, what's up with the people, man? What's good with you, bro? Hey, man, everything is everything. You know, last night, you know, the Terramama <laughs> did us right. Uh, the wives, they, they 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 put on a hell of a cooking exhibition. They did us right. Uh, hey, I mean, look, we had cake. We had good drink, good food, good wrestling. Uh, and we also had a little bit of controversy, man. Uh, let, let's dive right into it. So MJF was the first person yesterday uh, to speak at the post AEW Revolution Media Scrum. It was he and Tony Khan, and boy, oh boy, has MJF been making the rounds. Uh, so, hey, if you didn't see what happened yesterday or happened to go on the internet, uh, then you might have missed the fact that MJF took what we all thought at the time was a cup of water and threw it on a little kid. Now, I know you probably think it to yourself, okay, first of all, he shouldn't be throwing anything on a little kid, but a cup of water it's wrestling, it's MJF, you kind of made an excuse for that. And then it was later uh, found out that that was indeed not a cup of water, but instead uh, tequila. And that changes the whole thing. Also with professional wrestling, there's these things called, much like the industry itself, uh, music industries and all kind of other industries, things called plants on which, you know, people are placed in a specific scenario or situation to make something look like it's something that's really not. Turns out the kid wasn't a plant either. He was a legitimate fan who had no idea what the hell was coming to him. Now, with that being said, we go to the post, uh, post scrum, the post media scrum, right? And, uh, bro, you can see Tony Khan look visibly pissed with MJF, dude. And the, the 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 actual media scrum itself aired about 20 minutes later than it was supposed to. And Tony Khan said that he and MJF had a very serious talking about what happened, uh, what transpired before that. And, of course, the internet man was going crazy. You got people who's like, hey, man, it's part of wrestling. He's a heel, whatever. <laughs> then you got other people like, hey, bro, like that's a kid, man. You can't be throwing liquor on a kid. Too cold, man. What are your first of all? What are your thoughts on the match between Danielson and MJF? We got to put that one out there. Got to give him his credit, uh, them their credit, and then of course the shenanigans, man, that happened uh, during the match. Um, the main event itself was good. It, it was yeah. a good. It was a. I you know what? That was a quick sixty minutes. It didn't feel long. That kept yeah. the pace. That kept the action. Uh, mm -hmm. The I, I had no problem with the match. I had no problems with the match. Not, not even the sudden death. Uh, I didn't have a problem with that either. Uh, yeah. The outside in the crowd. Now, when he grabbed the knot, I, I don't know if he paid attention to what he grabbed. Maybe he thought it was just a water bottle or whatever. It just grabbed it and poured it and just, you know, 
uh, being an asshole. That's MJ. He's being an asshole. Okay, so it's like, all right, we got no problem there. But uh, that's the the only kind of excuse that I can give him for pouring liquor on the kid because we thought it was a bottle of water, a bottle of water. We all thought it was a bottle of water. I didn't think that was nothing else. Bottle of water, oh, it's just water. You know, it's, it's cool. He was a kid. The kid could have still been physically upset uh, yeah, because yeah. he got water poured on him. Uh, but that just adds to the heel. It's no different than making a kid cry or any of the other stuff. But for it to be liquor, <clears throat> I yeah, okay, that's a bit different. But again, yeah. it wasn't a plant. It was, it was totally off the script. It wasn't part of the show. It wasn't part of him going in and doing something. Uh, so you never know how people sometimes take those type of things and which the kid did not take that too kindly Uh, so and and the report also said that you know a lot of officials from AEW went and talked to the kid you know you know kind of smooth things over with them and you know just you know they they felt bad and apologized and whatnot so you know they did reach out to to that family and whatnot but um, so I, I, I can get the heal the healness of that you know the heat from that but again, um, this is wrestling. MJF has always, he's an habitual line stepper, as we like to say. He yeah. habitually oversteps the line all the time. Um, all the time. Promos, actions in ring, whatever. Is it, a, is it a valid excuse? No, but it's, yeah. it is what it is. So it's like, you can find him, you can make him apologize, you can I, I don't think you're finna take the title off of him right now. I, that that ain't finna happen. So yeah. uh <laughs> now if he had punched the kid, sure. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> or you know, or something like that. It, 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 man, it, it was still wrong. It wasn't cool. Uh to find out it's liquor and not water, that kind of adds to it after the fact. But I think mm-hmm. in the heat of the moment, not knowing that that was liquor, it was you know and, and poured it. But I mean would we really complain if it was any other fan? I mean, now, if it wasn't a kid, if it was an right, adult, right, right, yeah, yeah, would would there still be you, the you, same you complaint? You, right, you it, it, because it's a kid. Now, that, let's let's I, you, you can't forget the liquor aspect of it now. But again, on assumption of what we saw when we saw it, we all thought it was a bottle of water. We've seen people get beer splashed on them. I mean, it's not the first time I've seen a wrestler take beer or something or sp- and pour it on a fan. Now, you can yeah. say sometimes that those, a lot of those might have been a plant, but sometimes they weren't plants. They were real fans that got beer and stuff poured on them, and the company had right, to make right. cool with them, make sure everything was all good. But Heels did those type of things. So, I, I, I again, um, it's not excusable, but it's yeah. not the first time I've ever seen that. Uh, but hopefully um, everything is cool. It, it's, it's squared away. Uh, you know, MJF had to eat whatever it is he gets from Tony Khan and, and yeah. move forward. All right, man. Well, moving forward, so we had that dude. All right, let's uh, we ain't got a lot of women action in here, man. So let's talk a little bit about the women. So, you know, we ended up having Jamie Hader, she retained her championship in a triple threat match against uh, Soraya and Ruby Soho. Uh, I, I think a lot of people, uh, in my personal opinion, I believe a lot of people expected maybe Ruby Soho to kind of join Soraya and, and the others, the outsiders, if you will. But she did. I will, but, but I will say this, and a lot of people seem to agree. 
the way she did it was so smooth. Like that was smooth. It almost it almost reminds me of that time when Finn Balor was in NXT, right? And I believe it's like him and Adam Cole. I can't remember who he was talking to down there. And they was it was, I forgot who it was. And they was talking. And he just hit that smooth ass Pele kick out of nowhere, like just talking to pow. Uh, like, oh, that was a uh, that was a uh, whoever the chat was. I think that was Gargano. Yeah, and but but so this like I said, I anticipated it, but the way because look, dude, like Soho and Soraya. They were going at it all match. Like, they played that off so well, like, beating the hell out of each other. Actually, Soraya was getting her ass whooped most of the match by Soho. So the fact that Soho turned around and then they, like, all aligned with Tony Storm and everybody, I was like, hmm, okay, I'm not mad at it. But it kind of I mean, made- you, but, it, but it, it, the reason why I think it did is because she still played on the fact that she was the outsider of both groups. That she yeah. wasn't with Hater and them, but she wasn't with Tony and them. And she was still yeah. fighting both of them as equally hard. So when she when she did, when she turned, when she first hit Tony and Soraya and then yeah. hit Jamie and Britt, I didn't mm-hmm. have a problem with that because it's like, well, that's that's been consistent with who you've been for these last couple of weeks that you've right, been going right, right. back and forth. It's been who you siding with. You ain't sided with nobody. You was against you was you weren't for either one, so then to take the to take the um to take the spray can from Soraya and then to show her true colors, yeah, that was pretty cool. And we'll see what comes from it because now I want to see who comes back or who joins uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hader. And I don't know if this would have been a moment where having a rebel, but I don't know if rebel adds to the star power that you want. That's the problem. Right. Uh, so uh, I could see um, I, somebody joining back. Maybe a Sheeta. Maybe Sheeta comes back. You know, we ain't seen her in a while because uh, you know she always felt some type of way about Tony Storm not picking her or Soraya not picking her. You know, when they had that, you know, for that match or whatever. So you know, right. there's 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 some people you can use, and you know, you have a storyline and wait. Yeah. All right, so we got that. Like I said, you know, our girl Jamie Hayter ended up retaining her championship. All right, man, let's move forward, man. Let's talk a little violence. I'm talking about Texas Deathmatch. We got that boy John Moxley versus Adam Hangman Page. Bro, we yeah. watched it like yep. many people. Yep. It was brutal. Uh, I will say it was everything I expected and then a lot more. Um <laughs> A lot, it was everything we expected and too much more. I'll say that. Because so, it was a lot that went over a little too far. So here, 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 here is here is here is my thing. Uh gotta play devil's advocate here. Did I feel like it crossed the line? Yes. Will I complain about it crossing the line? No. And the reason I say that is because bro, we watch ECW. We we've seen this times 10 we've seen shit worse than this we've seen the matches that mick foley's been in you know where he had his ear ripped off we've seen mick foley going through flaming barbed wire tables we've seen ed spear mick foley through a flaming table and that could have went terribly wrong we've seen these japanese death matches so it's like the one thing i will say i i i, I would give you this and then i'm gonna let you take the floor the one thing I will say that maybe, well, I'm not gonna say maybe it did go too far, was the fact we seen Moxley literally stabbing dude with a fork. I'm like, okay, that part, okay, that that was 
that to me that was a little much. That's not what I felt was too much. What I felt really? was too much was just it was just the bleeding. The bleeding was okay. too much. Remember, okay. I told you one of the things that kind of was a a, 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 a negative was yeah. that Moxley has been bleeding a lot lately. Like he's That's like true. every week, this dude has been bleeding all over I'm the place. So, he ain't got no type of hepatitis or something. I don't know. Something right. So you 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 know what I'm saying? So the. Man, the 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 shock and awe of when you see someone bleed yeah. was kind of not there. Um, I agree, and, and and maybe it's the fact that you know Moxie's just so reckless, but it's been controlled reckless. And now, when you think of the match, now when we think of the match and the fort, I mean, it's a Texas death match, okay? Uh, Texas death match. Yeah. They were supposed to go too far. That's why I say it was everything we expected, and they went right. too far because yeah. they were supposed to go too far. Uh, I almost I, I said it should have been truly an unsanctioned match. It should have been a lights out. They should have ended that, that would have did the lights out. Did the lights out? Turn yeah. the lights back on. Okay, mm-hmm. we washed our hands with this. So right, now right, you right. know what you' about to see <laughs> is about to be off the hook. Yeah, they gave it to us in a death match. It was legal. Uh, where were they at in Texas? They weren't in Texas. They were uh, where were they at yesterday? I forgot where the hell they were at yesterday. They were in California, I think, somewhere. But either way, go. It was legal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it it was legal, and yeah, man, Paige is a soldier because he took that uh, <clears throat> he, he took that fort because you he saw Moxley's poke him, and it sparked the cut on his forehead. Like you seen. The blood gush once he uh once he really hit him. So right, hey right, man, right. they they this was a blood rivalry. I mean, this this it, the match was exactly what it was supposed to be. It was a blood rivalry between two guys who have respect for each other but want to beat the holy they wanted to beat the holy shit out of each other. And they did yeah. that. And some people could handle it, some people can't. It was a little bit much. It was all of that stuff, but that's the nature of the match. We had a guy, uh my guy, uh what, what what was his name? I forgot his name. Uh, Bill. Uh, uh damn. Yeah. Uh, the, the mountain wrestler. The yeah, mountain wrestler. Yeah, yeah, I, I forgot his yeah. name, but I had to go back and look at it. But right, right, right. like you said, man, this is this is the, this is what they're supposed to do. But we've yeah. seen worse than this. That's the thing. I've seen worse than this. Not worse. So Not yeah, worse. it was off putting. It was off putting to some people, but I've seen worse recently. Yeah. So it's not. Eh, it is what it is. I mean, hell, we just saw a lights out match where they 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 really went went all out extra in that match too. So I guess right. in a way you could say this was kind of tamed, but I can see where some people felt it was too much. All right, man. So then you know, after that, uh speaking of specialty matches, we got Jungle Boy uh finally putting an end, seemingly putting an end as they buried their hatchet, man. Ham and Christian Cage, that's over with. Thank God. All right, man, but let's talk about another star-making performance. Let's talk about that boy. Pretty Ricky Stars. Absolute Ricky Stars. Going up against Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho now at AEW Revolution is officially 0-4. Ricky Starks, man, he, he was on the rise, and then he went through a little slump over the winter, slowly rising back from the ashes, and what a hell of a person to beat. Chris Jericho, bro, what are your thoughts on the match? Uh, what did you think about Ricky Starks' performance and, of course, Chris Jericho uh, going out on his back for the young upstart? 
I mean, Starks was um, I, I, this is the one thing that I, we always kind of say, well, not kind of say, we always consistently say about AEW. Uh oh. It's Did you freeze like up on Jericho me? putting over a guy like, is, is around to do these things and to put on a decent match. And it was a decent opening match. I won't say it was the greatest thing ever, uh, but no, it was a good match. And the right person won uh, to elevate him to get Starks over. So now it's just about the follow through. That's what's, what's going on, Kevin. That's what the I whole care? thing. Now it's like that. Now that we've gotten it. It's like now what's going to be the follow through of Ricky Starks winning. So that's more of what I'm in. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It's right now. Uh, come on, let's go. Uh, stream is kind of freezing up on us right now. There we go. All right. Yeah. I think, it's my, I think AT&T trying to get me this time. And I ain't yeah. even got AT&T. Oh man! All right, so let's see. We got that. What am I missing? I'm missing. I'm missing the match. I'm missing the match. Uh, missing? Well, so we're, we're missing a couple of matches. We got the we got the fatal four way, and then we got the trios match. Uh, I mean, we got the you know Warlow beat Samoa Joe, but I mean man, that was Warlow beating Samoa Joe. Uh, All uh, right. As well, the ass boys. Ass you know, boys. You kicked out for a second, but you back. Uh, where the ass boys have uh, retained their championships which kind of sucked. But, uh, and then of course, man, we got the trios new, the new trios champion, the house of black that defeated the elite, uh, and definitely want to see where they transpire and go after there, man. So I'm going to ask you, bro, uh, the elite versus house of black. What did you think of the match? How did you feel about what you saw? And are you still excited about the potential one-on-one matchup of Malachi black and Kenny Omega? Uh yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited about the potential of a Malachi Black Kenny Omega man. Um, that's a matchup I didn't know I wanted to see until I saw them teasing in the ring yesterday. So I'm like, okay, right. cool. Like I'm ready. Um, it's time for Kenny Omega to go back on this singles run. Um, you know it was it was it was cool to have him. You know with the elite for it. Well, even when he was the champion, he was still with the elite. But I th- I think right now, man. If, if Kenny, if he's at the end of his rope or getting closer to it, uh, I want to see him have a little more single success, man, before we know whatever he decides to do, whether it's keep going a little longer or hang it up. Um, and then the Young Bucks. You know, the Young Bucks are going to be the Young Bucks regardless, so that's that. Uh, but as far as uh, Malachi Black and a Kenny Omega, absolutely give it to me. I want it. Dude, I Yeah. I did not know I wanted to see this until, like I said, I seen them sitting in the ring on the mat doing a one-two, kind of teasing each other a little bit. I'm like, you know what? This is insane. Let's go. Right, right. All right, man. So we got the new trios champion, but uh, we had the retention, like I said, of the ass boys. But we got the return of the seven-star FTR. They returned with no – obviously, we watched. Uh, we didn't watch them, but we know they lost the Ring of Honor cha- Tag Team Championships to the Briscoes before the timely uh, uh, um, passing of uh, Mark Briscoe. Uh, not Mark. Uh, what was the other Briscoe's name? Uh, um, uh, the one that passed away. Uh, uh, Jay. 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 Jay Briscoe. Uh, 
So, you know, that was kind of like the last, most recent last match that they had, uh, which is which, which was something that they put back on. They ended up retaining the championship. So we know FTR lost the belts there. I'm assuming they've lost the AAA tag team titles that they've held for like three years. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> which is like, all right, it's like kind of glad y'all got finally let go of those. Uh, but now they seem to be back and focused. Leo, what's going on? Yo, 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 what it do? Um, now that they seem back to be focused to the FT, well, not only that, but they seem to be staying in, w, uh, in AEW, maybe right, right, not right. going back to WWE, but now definitely going back after those AEW tag team uh, titles and going after the ass boys. Do we yeah. see FTR quickly? And I mean quickly taking them titles off them boys. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And uh, the rumor is, and I can't confirm, no deny, but what I've seen online is that FTR, uh, FTR has been uh, believed to re-sign an extension with AEW. So if that's the case, uh, yeah, man, I definitely see the ass boy. But we said this, though. We said we see them uh, being transitional champions, and FTR is the way to go. And I feel like, you know, you can push FTR the way they should have been pushed the last time they were tag team champions. I mean, yeah, they were popular, but they were but popular. They, they were heels. They came in as heels, though. That was the thing. They 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 were playing heels, so they they weren't the good guys that they are now when they yeah. were first champions. True, true, true. And my thing is, I feel like you know when they had the titles, they was fighting everywhere else but AEW. So now you know, all right, let's get these guys on AEW. Did really? I thought they fought. I they were fighting constantly on AEW. I thought they were fighting. I liked that they fought everywhere because I didn't feel like they were missing anybody. They were fighting everybody. That's true. But then they kind of got to a point to where it's just like they were fighting, 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 and then you just didn't see them for a while, and then they randomly Man. pop up. And then there's like, well, damn, bro, yeah, you, 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 you still the you, you still the tag team. Champ. But then again, well, though, I met maybe they were going to different company. You got to think about it, but they yeah. were going to different company. Remember, Tony Khan allowed these guys to go yeah. wrestle for other promotions. So if they were still making time for AEW, but yeah, they had to take some time off because dude, they they they, hey, they, you they right. wrestling their ass You right, you right. Maybe, maybe I just wanted too much. You know, I, I wanted too much. You right, you right. <laughs> they were wrestling other promotions. I guess you know everybody can't be a clone. You right. He's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, nah, man. I, I, but I'm glad to see my guys are back, and that definitely just that that just adds to the tag team division. Yeah, uh, as far right now, and and I'm not mad about it. And right now, I think that right now AEW's got a nice tag and trio division, mm-hmm. uh, and we're definitely going to get some good quality matches and see a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of people in the ring that we didn't get to see before. Hey, hold on one second. Leo, he asked me, so I got to do it. He said, franchise, hit the give me what I want. So, hold on. I got you. There you go. <laughs> got to give them people what they want. But, uh, hey, man, yeah, man. Get, get them bad, going. Not, not a bad show. Not a bad yeah. show, though, man. Overall, uh, eight matches. I would say five of them were worth the time of the pay-per-view. A couple yeah. of them kind of just, you know, they were just kind of there. Didn't really expect too much from them. Um the Christian Cage and Jungle Boy didn't expect too much. The Warlow and Samoa Joe, I didn't really expect too much. Yeah. Um, I, I not to say I didn't expect a lot from the Starks and Jericho, but you know, it was it was better than the other two. And you know, other than that, all the rest of the match. I mean, the triple threat match was cool. The women's match was cool. Uh, of course, the Fatal Four Way, the trios match, uh, the, the the death the death match, and then of course uh, the Iron Man match. You know, all of that was fine. Um, 
a solid pay-per-view, I would give it a four. Yeah. You know, because I think the pay-per-view before the main event was maybe a three, three and a mm-hmm. half. But then that main event, that 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 main event put it to a four, it a solid four. Yeah. yeah, it put it to a, a solid four. So, you know, um, I'm good with it. I was good with the pay-per-view uh, overall. No, I mean, I look, bro. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly, and and, and I uh, I enjoyed the pacing of the matches. I enjoy everything flows smooth. I didn't feel like I, I felt like a couple matches went quick, but then when you see how the main event played out and things like that, it made sense. I I really feel like the way he structured that card, and that's the one thing I say say about AEW. Say what you want about the TV shows. Say what you want about the backstage drama and the and the post media scrums and all that. When it comes to bell to bell. Match to match, the flow of the card, man. It's like it's like listening to a good CD front to back. You know, you know when when, when I think of a classic album, man. You know, you, you it's, it's all about the song structure and the order you place the songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know when it, it, it's how you start. Then you know you got to kind of transition right there in the middle, and then you got to go out with a bang at the end. So you know it's all about that flow. You know. Uh, you can have great yeah. songs, but if it ain't structured right, you know, the, the symmetry uh, and, and, and just how everything's supposed to come together, if it ain't right, you know, it throws everything out of out of whack. The chi ain't there. You feel me? Chi. And I feel like I, I feel like the chi, the power of the chi, the feng shui was with Tony Khan last night. The swizzle. Yes, sir. But no, I enjoyed it thoroughly. You know, I mean, a lot of people are going to hate. A lot of people are going to complain, but my thing is this. Everything isn't for everybody. But if you're honestly hating on AEW right now, if you're hating on their pay-per-views, bro, you literally are just nitpicking. Okay? Like I say, there's going to be some stuff that you don't like, but you can't sit up here and not get as amazing. And it's not perfect. And it's not, it's not perfect. It's not. We, we, and, 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 we will be quickly to say, yeah, damn, yeah. AEW is not perfect, man. Bro, there's just I, a lot of some things they can do differently or do better. I will get on AEW just like I get on WWE, just like I get on Impact Wrestling. But the one thing I cannot say, I can't say this man puts on bad pay-per-views. Some, of course, aren't as good as others, but no shit. Of course they're not, you know, because they all offer something different. But look, great match card, smooth flowing. We got good stories, started, ended, finished, continued, developed, you know. And at the end of the day, look, I'm ready. I'm ready. And somebody said this perfectly before we get out of here. It's like AEW always somehow finds a way to cool off and people try to write off AEW and then Tony Khan just throws out a match card at a pay-per-view and it's like, all right, well, AEW back on the uptick again. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's like every time you try to count them out, he proves you wrong with a pay-per-view, because, a solid pay-per-view. That's because they don't rush through their yeah. storylines. If anything, the complaint may be, damn, this story is still going on, but you have to yeah. remember, we're not used to long-term storytelling. Yeah. We're not yeah. used to it in the abundance that we get it on AEW. We're Absolutely. used to maybe one or two stories being long-term, but then everything yeah. else is so quick. Everything else just goes through. We're not used to this, this and the fact that they don't do a lot of pay-per-views. So a lot of yeah. stuff, Tony's got to spread that stuff out. It's got to last for a while, but right, it's, right, it's right. long-term storytelling. And we're not used to that. People aren't used to that. We're used to the crap that we've been getting until mm-hmm. AEW came in. And even if you want to say well, everything that Tony ain't doing is perfect, it's not. But some of that stuff, man, it's actually, it's actually pretty yeah. good. And the people that yeah. are in it are doing their damn thing. So you can't 
you can if you want to just be that person, but if you're objectively looking at it, then oh, no, nah, man, you can't you can't totally be negative on everything. Like everything can't be that goddamn bad. But you can't yeah. look at WWE and be like, oh, that everything that they're doing is so perfect. That's yeah. that's my disagreement with people. It's just saying, oh, this is how far superior WWE is. Yeah, we know how right. far superior and product WWE is, you know, and legacy. Sure, it's WWE, it's the standard. I mean, hell, they put WCW out of business, but if WCW hadn't been stupid, WWE might have been put out of business. Point right, being, right, right. whichever, it, 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 we, we understand the levels are different, but we got to appreciate the importance of wrestling. This is yeah. a wrestling company where WWE is an entertainment company that does some wrestling. Even though Triple H has been trying to change that as of lately, and has been doing a pretty damn good job of it because they've definitely been putting on some good wrestling matches. But right, WWE right. is still more of an entertainment with, hey, we're going to entertain you, but we got some wrestling to go along with it. AEW is giving you the wrestling, and then they'll figure out the entertainment shit as we go along. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. But hey, look, man, so we had to come give y'all the, the sober report uh, as we get ready yeah. to gear up, man, and watch a little bit of Monday Night Raw because we got to come to you live with that Monday Night Raw block party and do what we do, how we do, as we do. With that, John Cena's sick. back in time, man. John Cena's back in town. Austin Theory. I told you, man, back. it was going to happen. Theory going to show up and show John Cena that respect that he thinks he deserves to have. So I'm definitely interested hey. to see what that is. This and, could uh, be awesome also what's gonna come aggression moment. I mean, it could be, in which I'm not mad at it. Um, if Johns accepts the match for WrestleMania, cool. Uh, put it on night two or night yeah. one. I don't know. I don't think it matters. But the fact that you're putting the Intercontinental Champion on WrestleMania, you're putting the United States Champion on WrestleMania, where Vince would even do that. He would have put yeah. them on like SmackDown or Raw and just left them there. These are your best mid-card titles. You want to put yeah. them on the biggest show. I mean, some of the best matches were intercontinental United States matches on WrestleMania. Yeah. It wasn't just the big title. So uh no, I'm I'm glad for that. And I'm hoping, yeah, we get a we get something interesting tonight. All right, well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Generation Wrestling Podcast. See you we'll soon be in a couple back. Hours. Yes, sir. And you know this. Peace.